Right, welcome back to the Bottom Third Podcast. I'm Dave. Joining me as co-host is... Ricky Vett. There we go. Uh, we've got a guest on today. Should we call you Neko or not? Yeah, just go with Neko again, man. Right. That'll do. Neko will do. So we've got a couple of things to cover. We've just had a little discussion about general stuff. We're going to reiterate it in a bit more detail. A bit more comedy dip banter sort of thing. Um, the thing is, I want to start off with... Because on, obviously on the last episode, me and Ricky sort of cuffed it and completely forgot to introduce ourselves and what our experiences were. So I'll start off with... I joined the army at 17, went through Harrogate, then ITC for phase two. Cat badged as lengths, then I transferred over to the Yorks, uh, being attached attached for them to Torrell, and then ended up transferring to the Yorks and sort of doing like a year stint in Cyprus before I thought, right, fuck it, I'm binning this off. And that's pretty much my entire, entire army career summed up in a couple of words. Um, Ricky, go for it, mate. Yeah, so I joined 16, no, was two, uh, 2001. I uh, went to the Army Foundation College at Harrogate when it used to be the 42 weeks because I joined up originally as the, the Green Howards or what is now the Yorkshire Regiment. Um, went on to ITC and then I changed over uh, to, to driver. But then when I was doing that, I seen I went to Letton's Field and seen the, the bomb disposal trucks and I thought, well, who are they? And I, I want to do that. So I uh, went 721 EOD squadron and... Yeah, finish off EOD, and I did. I did numerous tours: uh, Northern Ireland, Iraq, uh, the UN, Cyprus, Afghanistan, um, and got out in two thousand and thirteen. Yeah, man, that's a lot. It's love it. <laughs> <laughs> right, Neko, do you want to give a bit of background about yourself? Yeah, sure. So uh, I run a meme page called Infantry School of Excellence. Um, I was grown under the in the cloning vats under ITC and. Uh, yeah, joined the Royal Skateboards and <laughs> went back to ITC as a section commander, which is basically what the uh, what the, the meme page is kind of all about, is the trials and tribulations of uh, fucking training the next generation of uh, infantry legends. Spoiler <laughs> alert, they're not. <laughs> so how, how was that going? So I we had a thing in the links, obviously. We spoke about this before. Um, our company sat down. And uh, our OC was basically asking us, what do we think about women joining the infantry and blah, blah, blah. And lads were bringing up valid points of, obviously, you poncho up together, you shower together, you go out on the piss together. With women joining the infantry, obviously, you know what it's like being an infantier. It's not like the most pleasant of environments. So how women are like sort of joining and actually getting through and the battalion functioning it's sort of like, it doesn't make sense for it to work like that. So I don't, okay. like, what's your opinion on it? So we've kind of, obviously, I, I obviously um, trained them as they came through and stuff. So before it happened, because I remember when, like, I, I was on Junior Brecken when it first got announced, and I've always been kind of, like, massively on the fence about about it. On one hand, I was like, you know, there's the, the potential for this to kind of fuck things up. On the other hand, my chances of fucking getting a girlfriend go for fucking minus 25 all the way up to zero. <laughs> uh, um, but like, I, I was always just like, look, if they can rock up and they can give it a shot, sound. And I think all of us, you know, then the Afghan days where you'd get like, there's like a pool of, you'd, you'd have to take out female searches, but there's like a pool of searches you could actually use. And, you know, yeah, you get the, the ones that are actually really fucking useful and they'll add like they've got extra skills you'd be a medic fucking rmp chick whatever it is and they'll get like kind of taken by like oc's tack and all that kind of stuff and then your coastline is left with fucking you know Chaz the chef that fucking 
can't pass a fucking CFT in that. Um, so I was, uh, my point of view is, well, if you need fucking females in the modern kind of war on that, would it not make more sense to have ones that have been trained and developed by the infantry from the start? And, um, and obviously, I just didn't really didn't really think of it going forward. And then when I did go to ITC for my, for my time there, um, I finished up now, but like doing my time there, we saw a few of them coming through. So firstly, I think there isn't enough of them coming through to really make a huge fucking difference. Like you're getting like an intake of maybe fucking 200 blokes come through and you'll get maybe five. And of that, you know, I think Ricky was saying earlier, of that, you'll get maybe two will actually pass out. Um, some of them are fucking gleaming. Like there's, there's some, I've, I've seen girls come through that genuinely put some of the blokes to fucking shame. Like genuinely dead, but then I've seen others who are just like absolutely disastrous from start to finish. But then I've you know I've seen I've seen blokes being disastrous from start to finish. So it's just kind of it kind of was the way it was, you know. I don't know. So my opinion on it is you should at least have a female regiment. That's I was that's what was going through my head then. I was, I was like a lot of armies like the Russians and the Chinese and all that. They have a like a female. Maybe not big enough to be a regiment, but it a bit like we have the Gurkha. The Gurkha regiment, which is all Gurkhas, and we don't, do you know what I mean? Think that maybe if it's all girls together, you haven't got that problem of, you know, sharing a shower and all that crap that goes with having to have special, making special, you know, rooms and different things for for, for one or two females. It would be better if it was just a, a female think, unit. I think we struggle with that is the is the MS piece. You basically have a unit that's just full of fucking bods and full of second lieutenants, and maybe one or two like Lance Jackson screws have transferred into it, but. I think it'd be quite difficult from an AS point of view. If there was just one, you'd probably only have one platoon at the moment, wouldn't you? One female platoon in probably the whole army. The the, the accommodation situation. uh, So I know, I know the ones that we've had because we, um, the one, the ones that I've seen in my unit. Like when it comes to exercise and when you're field living and that, it's like properly fucking integrated. Like that, like they're in the fucking twenty-four man rooms. You know, they're in the poncho way and that. Um, and in in barracks, anything that gives the army the fucking honesty sort the fucking accommodation out and get every cunz type. So. it's a complete little bit of conversation here. What if then, for example, just as an example, say you're in, in you know in basic training, you have these mad big rooms, yeah. What right. happens if I just say I join the army now and I just decided and uh, that I'm I'm going to be trans, right? Just say I am, just so like, well then I would get my own room because they're not going to put me in with a female, they're not going to put me in with a male. Then I would just get my own, I would get my own room then, wouldn't I? Just a way of getting privacy because how would that work? I suppose. Well, if, if you join the fucking American army, they'll fucking put you in right with the females. Have you heard about what's going on with um, them lot in the high schools? Like some random bloke will just transition, and they're like, right, you're getting changed at female fucking changing rooms at school. That's mental, and like, isn't it? And, like, the birds are complaining and, like, birds are getting, like, kicked out of school for, like, being bigots and stuff like that. I'm thinking... It's, bull- it's bullshit. Like, I, if, if you've gone through the full change, then it's fair enough. But once, if you're still... If you've still got whatever down there, you should not be... Do you know what I mean? That's just my personal opinion, anyways. Yeah, so... How would you, like, improve the army? If you Me? Was, if you was to... If there was one thing you could pick out of, out of the fucking plethora of things that are wrong with the army, how would you improve things? So genuinely, and I'd say practice what they preach. Yeah, I think that's because there's certain things like, and I want to stress, I don't, I, I don't fuck. I, I, I love the army. I just feel that the army doesn't love me back sometimes. It's just you know, one of those ones. Um, <laughs> there's the certain things that get said, and the army punches out, and it's fucking good shit. Like it, it's, it, it, uh, here we go. I'm gonna get fucking hit that fucking nod alarm. Uh, <laughs> like some, some of the stuff the cow punches out is quite good. That fucking. That first stop teamwork, I dodged it because it was an exercise, but the second one was actually, it made a lot of sense because it was about challenge culture and that. I was like, here, that's actually not a fucking bad show. And then literally, briefing finishes, walk outside. If you challenge an LE, he's going to bang you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 
And, um, you know, things about, like, it's okay to not be okay. Mega. Fantastic. That, that's good. Fucking fight the stigma in that. Um, clearly, you know, I, I've had my personal struggles with MH in that. But the thing is, that's a fucking lie. Because, like, if you say you're not okay, they're going to ruin your career. Like, they, they will. Not not in, like, that, that mean way that, that we expect. Not like fucking, right, well, this guy says he's mental, so he's not getting on course. What they do is they downgrade you fucking forever and then refuse to upgrade you. Yeah, see... I don't know with things like that. So, like Biff culture is a real thing. It is real. It's hard to it's hard to she, it is hard she, to determine. Because of obviously I've suffered with myself. I fucking when, when I when I find out that, that one of be a recruit, be a fucking sprog and that's playing it on, I hit to the fucking roof. You know, that that's when I'm like, I'm gonna fucking lose rank over you, your cunt. Yeah. Well that's it, too many people now just like using mental health just to get down to just to get on the biff or whatever. But what like uh, when I when I was in in my, in my time I've been fucking old here. Um, but there was there was no like nobody nobody would dare go sit well it, towards the end of my career it did, but the beginning early days in like two thousand and one, um that no one really would go sit with mental health because you would feel you'd you'd be embarrassed and you'd feel like, Well, so you're you're supposed to be a soldier yet you can't hack you can't hack what's going on in your head. And that's I honestly think... how it was. No one ever went sick for mental health, ever. I think in a lot of uh, cases a lot of cases that like I, I like certainly I never went. I never went sick for it. I got like it was taken out of my hands, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's the same with a lot of lads. They don't, they don't like show up at the med center and say, "Here, I'm fucked." It's the ones that are like, you know, it, it's, yeah, the, yeah, it's the ones that can't be asked doing anything. People, no, but people notice. People notice in you, like they notice a change in you because we're in the army. Obviously, when you live in the block and that with the lads and stuff like that, you you, you get to know your mates and you know if someone's struggling because say one minute you're always get you know sound and suddenly they start like not wanting to do anything anymore and they're locking themselves yeah. in the room and just not coming out and they never want to come on the piss with you or whatever or they're just sitting in the room drinking on their own and all that kind of yeah. stuff you'd start noticing going that man's you know what I mean this is, where, up, this is where up teamwork could actually come into play though that challenge yeah. culture if you okay. feel like someone is going down the fucking down that shit road where his mental health is depleting that's where yeah. you can challenge your mate and be like, listen, if you don't fucking tell me what's up, I'm going to take it to the med centre myself. Do you know what I mean? And I think, yeah, so that's what happened for me. Like, they, they've, I think people, I, I think I've come to the realisation that people are trained on this shit because there's like, there's like a battery of questions they ask you to fuck it. And you're just like, ah, I know where this conversation's going. But um, that's the thing. So I didn't ask for what happened. And uh, <laughs> I found myself like marking time for fucking forever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's 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 it like for Biffs now in the in the army in general? Like, so obviously uh, yeah, there's always been they've always had Biffs in the army. You'll always have your your Biffs, but is it because is it still is it really what what percent would you say now it uh, would be on the Biff in your in your in a unit? It's you, you, it's hard to tell. Not not you not not your genuine yeah. Biffs. You've got your genuine Biffs who are like break the leg or that have got a genuine injury. Then you've got your your life to like lifelong Biffs who have who've been you know work. Well, in the QMs have been working in there for the last ten years, and they've been on the biff, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh man!" So, sometimes you just fucking know why. Like when you like, I got I got really fucking like hard to it at ITC because you like you can you know that, that kid that's limping on the wrong fucking leg and shit like that. You know what I mean? No, trust <laughs> me. We had a guy like that. Uh, so when we fucking got to Cyprus, this lad, I, I don't know if he just like got back from recruiting or something, and uh, he had a cast on his leg, and I was like, "All oh, right, fucking hell, All right, fair enough." And like a week later. I was looking at his cast. I was like, I'm sure that was on the other foot. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I was looking at him. I was like, mate, are you bluffing this? Like, no, it's always been on that leg. Nah, mate, it's fucking not. And then yeah. like t- 
two weeks later he got upgraded. So I, I don't know if he got caught out or if he was finally healed or not, but it is uh, a real thing. We had a Fijian lad in, in our unit and he, he went sick, right? And he got like three days sick and he put a zero to make it 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> he got caught. He got absolutely, he got absolutely. Because then he, it, the med centre must have sent like a, a copy to, or an email or whatever to the uh, to the, uh, the sat major. And then he, he seen it was three days, not 30. You can imagine <laughs> the shit. He, he didn't have to get a beating of his life. Yeah. <laughs> For what reason? What is a charm? Enjoy the bit. <laughs> We uh oh. oh fucking so I had a I had a lad message me specifically asking to talk about Biffs and how they sort of like take the piss out of it. It's sort of like a shield to get away from everything. Yeah, and the I, green shield you used to call it. No, it's still green now. But it used to be the green shield. So I covered yeah. it in uh, one of my skits. Do you know the Martha skit? Yeah, uh, yeah. we're doing areas and uh, was it Sm- yeah smudge is like I've got a Biff jet I can't do areas or whatever. It's like. <laughs> You can't, they're just fucking anything, just to get out of anything, mate. If they could just sit in bed for the rest of the army career, like, mate, they would. We had a boy that fucking, so he got in the, he's one of the NCOs, went in the Bethpah's back. Now, our, our COS has had to wear a fucking, you basically had to carry, like, all the COS documentation, you know, like, the fucking, the COS for, you had to carry that around you in a day sack. And his fucking shit managed to get it to, it was like, my back's fucked, I can't wear a day sack, so I don't need to do COS. Like, Ali, just, you know. Fucking hell, there's some people just pull it, like, literally, if if you can do it, get on with it. But some people will literally, whatever their biff says, they will milk it to the tea, like going, oh, I literally can't, I can't do anything. But when I, I broke my leg in basic training and the Iron Foundation College, right, I had a full cast from toe to thigh. And they were still making me do everything. Like, I was not, obviously not PT, but they were, I was still going on the ranges. I, I, I've told them on the last podcast, I think, where I was on crutches. I had my Gorsic's trousers on to keep my cast dry. And they were freaking, <laughs> I was on the ranges and they were, like my, I was cr- crutching along and my little. Rubber stopper at the bottom of the cushion was sinking in the mud, and that <laughs> again, like losing. I lost my little rubber things on the bottom of the crutches, and that it was. They just didn't care. So, mate, mate, mine, mate, mine is still ITC at the minute. The fucking um, the physios at ITC apparently they've um, they punched out an email saying that like training teams stop making your recruits cam their their fucking crutches up. Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could just picture oh. Ricky on the fucking ranges. Ricky, keep those crutches at arm's length. <laughs> did you, I think I did. I cover this on, on one of the old podcasts when I said about when I was on crutches. I was coming from the um, I was the, the education building, and I was going along on my crutches. And a big gust of wind caught me. But obviously, I was in basic. Mate, my, my headdress would have been like a freaking, you know, be, like helicopter landing pad. Gust of wind caught it, mate. It just took off, and I was like, oh fuck! <laughs> so I'm trying to chase it on my crutches. Then it landed on the road, and then there was a squad marching. So I was watching the squad march over me, freaking. Me bury, my berry, and then it, and then that was like a happy days. So I went to get it, and then a gust of wind got it again. It just took off, literally like a freaking helicopter. Went straight up, and then just fucked off over the building. And then, because I didn't have a thing, they made me wear my helmet. Yeah. So I was on crutches and helmet, and you can imagine the shit I was getting. Everyone's laughing, going, "Is that in case you fall off your crutches?" <laughs> oh, fucking awful, mate. Well, I, I, was on, yeah. I was, I had a helmet on for three days on my crutches. It was so embarrassing. Yeah, that's mint. Do you know what? Another thing as well, just going back to the uh, mental health thing, I feel like there's times where if you're not well, you're not well, talk about it, blah, blah, blah. But what's your opinion on sort of like on ops? Because you can't just fucking, oh, I've got mental health, I need to go on, blah, blah, blah. Do you think that there's stages where you have to suck it up and get through the fucking shit and then talk about it? Or I think what, what, what would make more sense to me is rather than having like, 
you've got because quite currently we've got the two extremes. You've got like suck it up or fucking full bet. Like why not have like an intermediate where like, all right, I'm feeling like shit. I'm gonna go speak to like I'm gonna. I don't know, we'll, we'll bring someone in to fucking talk to me for fucking five minutes. I'll say, right, yeah, I can suck it up. Sounds fucking, I don't know, give me a fucking poppy to play with or some shit for a bit, and then I'll fucking get back <laughs> into it, you know? Yeah. It's... It, it, it all changed. I used to get back off your off ops. Like, when I first, my first tour, like, when I got back, it was literally, they just, you, you had a long flight back, and you literally just jumped in a hire car. After you knackered on the flight, I just jumped in a hire car. So, so go, go take your weapon, take your weapon back. It was literally hand your weapon in and then jump in a higher car and go on for a month. And uh, it was no decompression. And then obviously by the end of the last two weeks, you got went to Cyprus and I think you got like 24 hours in Cyprus and got four cans of lager. That was, that was your decompression. So, uh, so Lanks, when they went on Shader, I don't know if it was like one of the first ones or whatever. When they got back, they didn't really do a decompression. I can't remember what the fucking gem was about it. But um, the Sergeant Major basically got everyone in, into like the gym back at Wheaton. He's like, right, lads, don't bayonet your missus. Fuck off. And that was a, that was a decompression. Fuck it out. Fucking mint. So we, had a, we, had a, we had a failure of decompression this one time. This is this is my latest fucking crazy tea that, Um It's oh. not about crazy tea. It's about another guy. And uh, oh. so basically, we, we were on overseas exercise. It was dry, but it was only dry because you're in the middle of the fucking desert and you literally can't get in. Um, and they literally took us back to camp and just fucking let us loose. And we were... Um, this back, I was in support company back then. And we were all drinking with, uh, I think we were drinking with like, multiple platoon or something. And because uh, like the rest, the rest of the recce lads had already gone out. And uh, there's one of the support company lads who's like well known for being a fucking hand grenade on the piss and that. The boys said to him, "Here, you're not coming out with us because if you come out with us, you'll fucking get us knocked back from everywhere." And he was like, "Fucking fine," like he pinball off. And that was, and we thought that was a laugh. We fucking hear of him. Woke up in the next in the next morning and there's like a bunch of texts being like, "Fuck, did you hear what he did last night?" And basically, what he done. So. We share our camp with a certain organisation who I won't name. Uh, they've got their own compound, and he uh, stole his mate's car and crashed it into their front gate. For <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! Yeah. Fuck you know that crazy yeah. tea it though, and that when you fucking first told me that, I think you might have to retell the story. It needs to, it needs to be back for people to listen to. Yeah. Go on, just spin the dip, mate. I need to hear this fucking dip again, mate. All right. Yeah, I'll do the I'll do the fucking. Uh, Set I'll yourself up, Yeah. I'll do the fucking... Uh, <laughs> so, basically, uh, Iraq fucking... I want to say, again, so it's not, this isn't my day. It's my mates I'm telling on his behalf. Uh, this is 2007-2008. Uh, tail end of British involvement in Iraq. Um, you've got this dude in the unit called Crazy T. Straight away, that's a fucking indication of someone's wrong. Uh, now, T gets himself too thick, uh, but he gets it at the same time as, like, the British dentists on fucking R&R. So they're like, right, we need to fly to Baghdad to go to the American one. And what my best mate basically got told by the Sergeant Major, right, you need to take this cunt to the fucking flight line. You need to physically put him on the helicopter and you need to do it because this cunt is fucking mental. And uh, my mate's like, right, Roger, sound well. Took him down to the fucking flight line, pointed him towards the helicopter. I was like, right, that's your head, that's your fucking helo. Get on that helo. And T goes fucking stoking off to the helicopter on that. Um, my mate gets back in the wagon and drives back to back to fucking camp. A couple hours later, Sergeant Major comes fucking flying into the tent, like, fucking, did you put Crazy T in the right fucking flight? And he's like, aye, I did. I pointed him in the right one, like, Sergeant Major's like, fuck me. So basically what happened is, is my mate's driven off, and T's gone, right, because T's been sent towards like a Chinook, and T's thought, right, 
I'm going to fucking Baghdad. Baghdad equals Americans, and Americans equal Blackhawks. So he veers off course and goes to the nearest Blackhawk. When we throw fire, lads, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> now, he jumps on the Blackhawk, but on the Blackhawk are a bunch of fucking, like, froggy motherfuckers from America. You know, like the fucking, the beards and backward baseball cap gang. <laughs> and these guys are waiting for a fucking... Uh, one of the British fucking three-letter regiments, like a liaison from them, to come and fucking help do a raid into into Basra, <laughs> and they they fucking think right, there's a fucking Brit on the flight. Sounds, let's take off. And um, I think I got one thing I got slightly wrong, and I, think I got the exchange slightly wrong the first time. And basically, one of the fucking Americans goes to goes to T and goes like, "Oh, so how long have you been in the fucking in the blades, then, mate?" He goes, "Blades? I'm fucking roll skateboards, mate. What are you on about?" He's like. <laughs> The fuck do you mean? Like you're the liaison for this fucking strike, aren't you? No, going to Baghdad, do think? <laughs> like basically, onto planning, scrubbed, fucking OPs extracted, fucking uh, roll skateboards, biggest fucking on the shit list for fucking a good couple of years to come until they pulled it back in Afghan. Honestly, yeah, it's man. fucking mental. I could just think I'd... he's SAS. Really, he's going fucking. He's a biff. There's <laughs> <laughs> just some fucking blade in the fucking flight line. Like, what the fuck's going on here? The B I F F. Yeah, for fuck's sake. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Free that word. He got. Uh, we we'd get him on, but he got nobody knows what happened to him because he got he got brown lettered after the tail. I'm not surprised to be honest, mate. He yeah. is absolutely fucking mental. First time we heard that dip, mate. I was in stitches. We couldn't carry on the podcast for like a good five minutes. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But there you go. It's out there in the fucking world. Um, Georgie. Do you know what I'm glad as well? I, I, now, you know, all the social media, so I'm so glad when I went through training we didn't have freaking camera phones because I don't like Facebook and that because I, I, what the cringy stuff I'm seeing now on, on like yeah. TikTok, people people just like marching. When they get home after the first four, five, whatever weeks and come home on your first long weekend and they're like marching up in the civvies and like saluting the parents and that and I'm just like, oh, for God's sake, wait, what? Oh. Do you not tell them that? Do you not tell them that when you get to training? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah post cringy shit on Facebook, it will catch up on you. You yeah. will be fucking made to look like a f- fool. Absolutely, mate. So we used to have a... Um, so you, like, I used to, used to be like a platoon commander lesson. Um, I used to deliver it on behalf of platoon commander because I was just like, look, boss, I, I know how it... Like, I know this is even before, this is even before I started the page. I was just like, look, I know my shit when it comes to this. Let's, I'm going to... I'll deliver the lesson. And you'd prop up... This, uh, like, when I was still at ITC, this was still the crackdown days and that. And I'm trying to explain to him, look, boys, you need to fucking stop doing this shit. Because, yeah, all the fucking shit in the PowerPoint about you being being a fucking, you know, under threat, like ISIS, fucking uh, distant Republicans, all that kind of groups. But that's a fucking an extremist. Like it's, it's what will happen to you is either someone will find it or one of the little jack bastards in the platoon will fucking send that into crackdown, all that kind of stuff, and you'll get absolutely fucking torn apart in front of the fucking full army. And I hated it, mate. I fucking prop hated it. It wasn't in a case of, like, a morality thing. It was, like, because I need to fucking deal with a, a crow crying to me because he's not done what I've told him. Yeah. And, like, it's not like, oh, it's poor instructors and that. Because we, we would tell them exactly why they shouldn't do it. And they would still fucking do it. Um, and that actually brings us neatly on to fucking Only Forces and fucking Gotham Berries. Fully agree. Before we carry on, though, <laughs> something that people don't get taught is don't record your mates. Like if uh, you, yeah. nah, we do teach them that. They still, they, they still do it. 
Oh, it's, it's jack as fuck, because the thing is, they don't realise that if they send that into like, fucking fill your boots or whatever, there's yeah. nothing stopping that lad finding out that it was him that fucking recorded him, and then him finding, yeah. like, him recording the guy that fucking sent it in. Yeah. Something, something nasty is going to happen to me, like, very soon. But yeah, Only Force is definitely a topic we need to talk about. See, there's, so, there's one bit, before you quickly move on before that, I know, like, my mission's passed out of the Marines recently and like you ne- you've noticed you barely very rarely ever see any Royal Marines in basic training posting cringy crap so they've obviously yeah. got it right cause you never see Royal Marines doing it uh, no they just so, make yeah. full on programs about it yeah, yeah. remember Bond yeah, yeah. Um, carry on yeah so I should kind of I'll kind of take the obviously because we've been fucking dealing with this motherfucker so <laughs> before we talk about him I kind of need to sort of spell out where meme pages sit in the fucking wider, like, in the army world. And it, this, I'm explaining this for a reason. This is, we're getting somewhere with this. Basically, big army, on the whole, doesn't really care about us. Um, you, you need to remember, that these, uh, these guys, the generals, the fucking army sergeant majors and that, they've been bods. They've been fucking second lieutenants and stuff. They probably find it funny too. And yeah. on the other hand, you've also got, like, certain, like, more forward-thinking organisations are actually genuinely thinking about using this, like, um, just kind of spread whatever message they want to spread. I'm not really going to talk about that here, but it's, it's happening. But there is a small part of the army that absolutely fucking despises us. Yeah. And obviously, you've this podcast has been directly affected by that. Oh, yeah, previous host, fucking hell, Paul yeah, Bastard. It, yeah, and it can be for you know, various reasons. Either you know, they feel that they're, you're bringing the army to disrepute and they want to take you down for a fucking SGR, or be it like you've said something that has somehow pissed them off, or or, or the other one, the one that happens quite a lot, it's happened to one of my mates as well, is like someone's been gripped on your behalf and they're kind of like, look, mate, you need to fucking get rid of this because I've been fucking yelled at. Um, or someone's moaned. You know, it, 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 that's happened. And when you get caught, if they feel like it, they can really fucking do a number on you. Like my, my situation at the minute is fucking pretty precarious and it can be made infinitely worse if I get caught. Um, <laughs> I, and I yeah, don't care. You better jump on I, a podcast I, and fucking talk about yourself a bit more. Hey, fuck it, why not? <laughs> honestly, honestly, mate, I don't fucking care anymore. And if I get caught, I get caught. Um, it's like, I, I'd prefer not to because it means the fucking, the banner stops, but like, I've got nothing to lose anymore. But what, what I'm trying to get at is like, there is a threat against us and we take a bit of risk to, to try and, you know, bring a bit of morale to the boys' lives and that. Which, and that's my, my interpretation is fucking cgs went in a fucking cal podcast a while back which again because i'm a sad bastard to listen to and basically said look i'm looking for risk takers and people are willing to take risks and the way we see it the, the low morale situation is not a good one it's not it's not great at the minute so we will take a risk to our careers to try and you know do something about it and you know it, yeah it's a bit out there and it's a bit it's a bit uh, different but that's something we're willing to do and we are at risk and then to have someone who's a larger page come and take people's hard work that they have made, that they have put themselves at risk to make and then share it. It's a bit of a fucking spit in the face. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Now, we, this is basically how it started. Is he basically was, was taking other people's memes and stuff and we decided, a few of the lads approached him nicely and was like, look, mate, can you screw them up? And he basically, he's a prick. He basically fucking laughed in their faces. Um, <laughs> so I got drunk and fucking um, made a couple of memes about him. Uh, messages him like here you yuck on the boys want a wub and um, that probably wasn't a smart move because it kind of got his back up and it kind of developed into a bit of a fucking into a bit of a situation um, 
So basically, we infiltrated him to fucking death. Like, we're watching him now. And we kind of came to realise that he's a fucking wankstain, essentially. So we got his fucking... Like, you know, he can fucking say what he wants about him. We're on fucking twice we've made him clear his fucking telegram. And we came to realise that he's doing other shit as well. So I don't know if you remember a page called Gopping Berries. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. He, he was running that as well. And in my mind, that is what I've just been speaking about with Crackdown, but it's also being a fucking grass, essentially. Like you're, you're just grassing people in the chain of command. That's all you're fucking doing. And we were just like, yeah, not fucking having this shit. Um, and we put ourselves in a position where we could fucking do them over. When it finally came to it, the fucking crunch time, uh, the, the plan was, was first like a nice approach, was me kind of going, and that was taken by me, who I'd basically go in and be like, look, mate, we're kind of getting a bit bored of this shit. Do you want to come jump in a fucking voice call with us and fucking, we'll try and hash this shit out. Uh, he ignored me. Cool. So, one of the other lads took the kind of mean approach with what we'd gathered and um, the plan was if that failed we'd then go to like a directed meme war. Um, and but fortunately basically he backed down after that second one uh, and now he's currently sat there seething like fucking his telegram with his wee fucking simps all surrounding him like trying to suck him off and shit. It, it, it's just fucking pathetic. It is so genuinely it's so fucking funny. Um, <laughs> and it, we, we just sat there like, yeah, we know everything about you. Like, there's no, like, yeah, you can fucking bitch all you want. You can call us names. You can fucking do what you want. But we know. And we know that you're fucking, <laughs> we know that you're wee pal fucking piss tank, never made out of basic training. We know all this kind of fucking shit. And it's just, it's funny. It's oh, funny. Yeah, it's like having a shit bag army against you. Yeah, no, you know what he's doing though is that. Well, like every one of us has been sound so at first I didn't have a problem right and then he what pissed me off is someone sent me what he'd done right so a video that I've uploaded ages ago I don't know where it come from it was like someone sent me it I don't know where it come from I didn't have a watermark on it it was that lad you know where he's sleeping on stag or whatever yeah. and bear in mind I've been up and running on TikTok for like three years now so well before he started and then I, I reposted a video like that I posted ages ago and then he tried to make out that I stole his video and I would so then I inboxed him saying look this is the first time I posted it like, like a couple of years ago and he just ignored me. And he, he, he basically slagged me off going, there's only one military page on TikTok, and that's me. I get on with all of the military TikTokers. Like, oh, any, other, any other people who create content on Instagram or whatever, like Leroy, Leroy Bang and all that, I'm friends with them on there, and I speak to them yeah. because we're, we're all just doing troop morale. And what's the harm in us all getting on? Do you know what I mean? We don't see that's each other's right. fucking videos. And that, the thing is, though, it, on, on our part, it's over now. Like, anyway, here I am talking about it on fucking podcast. It is over now. We're fucking, you know, we've done them over. And now, as far as we're concerned, that's it, fucking line drawn. But I mean, we're still watching it. He didn't, he didn't exactly take it like a fucking champ. He's fucking crying like fuck. But I mean, it's, uh, his position was, we are jealous of him. Oh, and, that is not, uh, and that's not the case at all. Because I mean, if he was, if he got, because he's a fucking big page. I'm not going to lie. He's a big page. He, what I will give him is he knows how to run social media. Um, and if he wasn't doing what he was doing, like, we'd fucking congratulate him. We'd be like, hey, fucking fair play to you, mate. Like, but he doesn't make, that's it. He doesn't make his own shit. Yeah. I wouldn't mind. Anyone, no. I can just go, me, me, us three now could just go steal everyone's videos off every yeah. single at military page, you know, post them up as ours and put our watermarks on them. That doesn't make us good creators. We're just robbing other people's content. Yeah. It's funny. What the one that I find funny is he um he keeps on trying to call me a nonce in this fucking telegram, which is fucking 
Like, does he know that I used to do a job where you get checked for that? Yeah, this, so it's just empty fucking comment. It's like it's fucking uh, ch- childish behaviour, mate. Like, when when you can't think of something logical to say, you just go, oh, nonsense. It's like, yeah, nice one. There you go. Yeah. Nah, yeah, especially come up with. But hey ho, fuck it. He's that's, fucking... that's the most creative fucking thing he's ever fucking posted. Yeah, I, I'm not fucking. I just don't fucking think about him anymore. He's just a fucking tube. That's what I mean. What what winds me up about him was obviously when I first came back because Ricky fucking convinced me to come back. I released a like a I'm back video and I called him out and he messaged yeah, me. Yes, I told him. I briefed him up and said, "Watch out! You need to watch my videos now because there's a there's a there's a thief on here now who steals every every good video he'll steal." Yeah. And he, he messaged me, he was like, look, I don't want any beef, blah, blah, blah. I was like, well, just keep the old old shit up that obviously I deleted you've my already account. You've, you've already robbed it, but I wasn't asked at the time because I just deleted everything. I was just moving on with my life. So from here on out, anything new that I post, just don't take. The first video I posted, he took it within about 20 minutes. Yeah. Messaged yeah, him and like, ignored yeah. it. It, yeah. I mean, it's fucking, it's just pathetic, isn't it? But I mean, it's on, on our part, we, we fucking quite decisively dealt with the fucking Instagram shit. He still does it. He does. He, he still posts videos of like block flag and fucking bottom thud. They're not fucking up anymore. So they're probably pissed off about it, but there's not much they can really do about it. Um, he still posts the videos, to the smaller pages. Um, and he also still does what he does. We use on, on TikTok. If he's listening to this and he will be, cause he's fucking obsessed with us. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I, I'm not a prick. Like I'm not, I don't like to write people off as fucking wankers forever on that, but I mean... Oh, no, I do. Yeah, yeah like, you know, I, but I, he's really, making... I really wish he responded to the fucking nice nice option because we... Well, that's what he's making it... Friends, we've been cool, you know what I mean? More and more people are starting... Oh, more and more military creators now on the app are starting to put... Do one, do you know what I mean? Only for some time, because, like, you just get to the stage where everyone's getting pissed off because they think, why Why do they go, they go to the effort to get these videos or whatever, pause these videos, and then suddenly... I did one where someone sent me it, so it wasn't my video, but I got sent it by the person who filmed it. I put it on, put my watermark on, and they just cropped it down so that you could cut my watermark out. Right. You'd, you'd think that'd be a bit of a message, wouldn't it? Like, you think that'd tell you something that everybody fucking hates you. Maybe, they, maybe it's you know, maybe just maybe it's for a reason. Yeah. You know, then, everyone apart from the stupid wee simp piss tank hates you. Then maybe, maybe we've got a point. <laughs> and then he's worried about in it, but then he's like, say he's worried about anyone seeing his videos, so he puts his watermark right across the video, so he can't even see the fucking video. Yeah, and I well, think it's not even <laughs> you watermark in a video that's not yours, and we can't even see the fucking video because your watermark takes up the whole fucking screen. Oh, mate, he mate, he's going to be getting a kick out of this. I, I can just imagine the Telegram group now. It's like, oh, what they won't show up about us. Uh, it's like, shut up. Yeah. Hi, buddy. Idiot. How's it going, lads? Oh, fucking we'll right, that, that's fucking enough fucking airtime for him anyway. Yeah, it's fucking yeah, yeah, well. Here's one for you then, right? So it's a daft one for you. So have you all seen this little Frank? He's a dead canny little lad. He dresses like a guardsman. He's always like saluting the guards and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. He's canny. Kind of, I'm just saying, I've, do you know what? I feel for him though. Like, obviously, it's cute now and everything, but imagine when, when he joins the army in the future. That's going to haunt him, isn't it, poor lad? Oh. I suppose, yeah. But at the same time, like, he, he's that young that it's not going to fucking. You know, it's like, oh, that was me, mate. We all of it. I don't know, but you can imagine, imagine he joins the guards and then they're going to be playing the videos going, oh, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's only a bit of banter, but yeah, you might, you're cause you're going to get ripped for it, like, when you're, when you're, when you're a soldier. But this, it this is brilliant is how, what he does. It's so canny. Yeah, so basically, this is this kid's pathway and either, even, either the rifles or the, or the paras. Just, just regiments utterly hate the guards. Just like, yeah, fucking fuck them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ricky, did you write down any questions you wanted to ask or have you asked them? Kind of like just been co- covering bits that I was going to kind of talk about 
on the way. But here's one for you that I, I wasn't sure with it if this is a true, true dip, right? So is it true that in train establishments they now have or they did have red and yellow cards? So that was that was trialed. Fuck it, I was trialed years ago. That was trialed when I was still private. Um, the, 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 the fact that the trial is embarrassing for the army. What's so, this? Red and yellow cards? What? So yeah, if someone shouts at you, so you, so you're instructing, you start shouting at me, and I think you're being a bit too aggressive, I can pull a red card out and you have to stop shouting at me. Short the fuck up. Yeah. Short the fuck up. No, you can't. No, no. So this, this, is a, this, is a long, this is a long time ago. They trialed it. It only lasted, like, it, it didn't even last a full course. Because basically what happened was, because crew, crew aren't stupid, they're ignorant. You know what I mean? <laughs> and what they, what they were doing is like clearly, you, you, unless you're the paras, you can fucking like physically prevent your recruits from talking to other recruits. <laughs> what they do is they go to the smoking area, they talk to other recruits, and they start like, "Oh, what week are you on? Oh, I'm on week fucking seven. Oh, I've got fucking what have you got coming up? Oh, you've got fucking bayonet fight, all that kind of stuff." And what they would do is the the intake that was like doing the trial, they would like store up different. Again, again this this might not be Jen. This is what I heard at least. Was they would store up different events, so they'd wait until like bayonet fighting, and then you just all hammer them with the yellow and red cards as a one-off. Oh my god! So the other thing was like, oh, clearly this doesn't fucking work. And what it is now, well, it's, it's not like that anymore because it didn't, it didn't really work for us because like there's not. It was in when I first got to ITCs. You had like the traffic light system, and it was more based on like it had the list of offences, and the green, yellow, amber was like, oh sorry, the green, green, amber, red was like what week of training they were in. So I think green was like weeks one to five, amber was like six to fucking six to fourteen, and then red was the rest. And basically, what it, it basically gave you, if you had to eye guide somebody for a fucking for doing something wrong, it basically told you what you could give them. But it didn't. It didn't really work out. It it, it wasn't. So, do you know what's yeah. mad? Like it's just it's just mad. Whoever, where did that even come into play? Someone thought that's a good idea. It's supposed to be training soldiers to be fucking mean green fighting machines. And fucking going, oh well then if they get shouted at that we can no, go it's fucking, just, yeah, ah, it's fucking it's fucking embarrassing. You can't like, shout at you can't shout at recruits, lads. It's fucking it's not fair. What is it's, good is and what what I'll always give the army is they didn't fucking force it through. You know, it didn't work and it and it, you know, it didn't work and then they were like, All right, sound cool, didn't work. Shelve it. Whereas like if if we like if if they were bad, it would be really bad if we they, they kept on doing it. So are you still allowed to like throw things out of windows and that now? Like, no. if, like when we used to get room inspections, you used to throw all our kit out the window. Like if they found something without your name on or something, just go straight out the window and everybody in a fucking puddle or something, and then you went, fuck's sake. Uh so again, I don't I don't know if it's changed because I've I've been out of Yeah, yeah. Because um, I just think it's getting a bit soft. It's definitely getting softer. Like what I've been watching I watched that program. You watch that program Soldiers on BBC One. Yeah. So um so again I, I um, I know some of the guys from that documentary. They were kind of coming in as I was leaving. Yeah. Uh, and the training team was genuinely, the training team was outstanding. Like every one of them, a fucking outstanding section commander, outstanding platoon sergeant, um, outstanding platoon commander. From what I've been told, they were they there was a, they were under a lot of pressure. A yeah, lot I can imagine. Because you know it wasn't just the it wasn't just the the film crews. They would have a lot of people coming down just as assurance to make sure that they were doing their jobs properly. So little things that we could do as training teams that would keep us sane, they weren't allowed to. Yeah. Like little things like, oh, fuck, I feel like, you know, like I'm fucking really pissed off with them today. I'm just going to like, just give me a couple of hours. They couldn't do that because, you know, they'd be like, oh, we need you here to be filmed. 
Yeah, you're in the public eye, aren't you? Anything that's yeah. in the public eye can then affect recruitment. So if you if you make it look bad, that could affect recruitment, and therefore it's it's fucking just putting shit on the army. So yeah, it's genuinely, I can't imagine the pressure. Yeah, genuinely, I think they're not like from knowing from what knowing from what's been said to me, uh, knowing the lads, I think they knocked out of the park and they did a fucking outstanding job. Um, dealing with a very with a they were a bit. I got in trouble for for calling them retards. They weren't retards; they were just difficult. In, um, yeah, well, it, well, it's like we we say certain things in the army. It's not meant. We don't mean it in an offensive way. It's just the way we speak. Like we use the term "mong." It, you know, you fucking platoon mong, or you're a fucking mong. We don't mean yeah. it in the sense of taking the mick out of someone who's got Down syndrome. We don't mean that. It's just, it's just that we use that term. It's not. We're not using it in a like a way to Rob offend. Yeah, yeah. We just that's just a. It's a, it's a well-known army word. You fucking mong. Do you know what I mean? So right, this is this is something as well. With the na- first off, like the naming of the program is wrong. I don't understand why they called it soldiers. Like it should be recruits. That's like that's, yeah, just, a, yeah. that's just a little nitpick. Crow. But, it's called crow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. yeah crows. <laughs> Mongs. Um, but there was a guy on there. I don't know what the guy's fucking name is, but he's like he's like obsessed with the gym peeves. The guy with glasses. And uh, the guy, oh, yeah, he's like, I want to be a gunner. <laughs> yeah, so the guy that's doing my Armour 3 animations for me, that guy from training in the programme is now with him in Estonia. Really? Yeah. Okay, really? And, su- and supposedly... <laughs> well, I don't know yet. I'm going to ask him. But supposedly, like, he arrived and he was like, I sort of, like, regret what I was saying. And sort of, like, puts yeah. puts things into perspective of, like, how... The Americans sort of like do the videos for like the Navy SEALs. Have you noticed they don't interview any like fucking recruits yeah. there? They just interview the the instructors. They show the course yeah. and that's it. That's how it yeah, should be so, in the UK. It should yeah. be recruits doing the job, not worrying about what they have to say to the camera, and yeah. the instructors so, giving it what it's supposed to be. From what I heard, that was a bit of a problem. Like you have um, you might have like some recruit who's like he's fucked up and he's trying to deal with it, you know, like just try to like, let me go to my happy place and fucking concentrate on what I'm doing and that. And you've got somebody saying, how do you feel about this? And you're just like, yeah. Yeah. If, you, if you're a bloke, you just be like, get away from me now. I think there was, you know, there's a lot of the girls didn't want to be filmed either because they were just like, I don't want to be that fucking... At least... yeah, it come back to haunt you, doesn't it? Like you think, yeah. oh yeah, I'm going to be on telly and you think, oh yeah, I wanna... at the same time, if it wasn't for the army, if I want to be on telly, but when it comes to the army, well, as we know now as 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 like well those are sex soldiers you was a soldier like how you don't want to be in the media because then you're going to get ripped to hell like you and you got to yeah. you know get the credit i think is a shame because there's, there's like if if things are done right it's almost a chance like a good fucking win for the army you know but, yeah yeah it, it, yeah it's... it was because when i was doing aod it was a nightmare because we're obviously whenever we go to jobs the the, the media turn up every time and take pictures of us so you're like, you, as soon as you rock up, the freaking press are there trying to question you, and you're not, you're not able to speak to them. So you're like, you're just trying to ignore them, and they snap you, and then you're freaking in the paper. I've got like, I, the amount of times I got caught with no headdress on and freaking having to buy freaking bottles of pot for the OC and the RSM and that. Yeah, it's, it's utterly fucking created every single time. The thing is, oh, yeah. that, that, that's why that's why you never see raw marine recruits or anything. Apart from like obviously the, the million documentaries they punch out, and that's because like they have like a fucking rigid crate rule. Like if you're caught on anything to crate. Well, I, I used to have a little thing because I wasn't buying that much pot. I ended up having. I used to go to Aldi, right? Because uh, our HQ was in was not where we are. We were like an individual troop, 
yeah. um, down at Tidworth. And so I went and bought Aldi Port and then made my own little stickers saying Tidworth Troop, EOD, like 11 EOD Regiment yeah. Port, vintage. And it was costing me about five quid a bottle. And so I, I saved up money doing that. <laughs> As you do. So something I don't understand, it's that whole fucking, obviously, you, you're telling Crow, right, don't fucking video yourselves doing, like, fucking mad dances and exposing your face to the media and to the world. Yeah, right, so it's all that all... bollocks. But then BBC will just be like, camera in your face, right? How do you feel about training fucking private such and such from fucking, from wherever you're from? It's like, why would you yeah, fucking out I think someone like that? I think it's like, it's such a fucking... It's grey area. It's such a tightrope, isn't it? Like, it's like you've got to... Because there's an opportunity for you to fucking really represent the army well, which I think the staff did. I think the staff represented the army fucking. I'm, I'm, of course, Chris, I'm going to say that because fucking. I'm, yeah, the amazing ones. Yeah. But you know, um, I think they represented the army fucking mega. And you know, I think the crow didn't do a bad job either. Like the crow, as much as I hate crow, they were they were doing their best, can't they? And I think the difference is with with like like crow making videos on fucking TikTok and doing doing weird shit. It's like. They haven't developed that understanding of what is cringe yet. Yeah, maybe because they're young. I've got to think. I've got to remember. Like we're older now. Wait, when I yeah. was sixteen, when I joined, I was sixteen. I was a kid. Like at sixteen, I was doing cringy stuff. If I look back, if I'd had a camera phone, oh, I'd yeah. be mortified now. The stuff because that would, that would come back and bite me. Now I've got a following. People would be uploading them videos, and I'd be getting absolutely. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd be getting bummed. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, de- it's definitely not ideal. There, there was a thing uh, a while ago. I don't know if it was blank snipers or York snipers, but um, the S- Soldier magazine they like went to one of the fucking sniper carders and started taking pictures. And obviously, you have, you've got like a like a course photo at the end. Took yeah. pictures of all the instructors, uh, like the course photo and all the all the people that had passed, and then they chucked it in Soldier magazine. But they didn't. They posted the names and they didn't blur out any of the faces. Which you're not meant to do because yeah. like, like snipers are like under threat after because they were getting that many kills in Afghanistan that they were like under threat of being fucking yeah well like that what's he called you know, uh, that one who had, at one point he's he's always on podcasts uh, is it Craig somebody Craig uh, Harrison who, yeah yeah um, yeah 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 that's him he 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 was saying when he got back he was getting bloody death threats and that wasn't he yeah it happens all the time yeah it's definitely so yeah. it's, it's just things like that why the BBC would think they're like above everyone. Where because they make a TV program, it makes the the people. The BBC the are the worst one. Some... Let's be honest. BBC are the, probably the one of the worst for for propaganda and all that crap. I can't stand the BBC. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I've um. So you look you look at some of the American fucking like you look at some of the American chat like uh, news channels, and it's just like it's so fucking like it's utter insanity from both from from both sides of the political spectrum. It's utter insanity. Well, BBC is just quite quite centre. Does that make sense? Yeah. It does. It does tour the party line and that, but like, I mean, fucking, I think everyone has to to an extent. You know, it's, uh, yeah, it's just. But, go, but going back, silenced by fucking the BBC's cleaner team. Going back to the, um, like we said about cringy stuff and that though, like the Americans, like they don't think twice. Like you see Americans all the time doing little dances and, and in, their, in their uniform and stuff, and that's yeah. like in, in the US, even the police officers do it on duty and stuff. They're all there just doing cringy yeah. stuff. Like anyone, like we we're, we're completely drilled in. You do not do cringy stuff in your uniform because it makes the army look like mugs. So we're, 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 we're good friends with um, like on uh, in like the kind of the the, the juice fucking uh, the juice fucking association. We're, we are big. We're friends with a boy called a future leader, one of the meme pages from uh, from America. 
Right. We've, we've said this to him a few times. He's just like, yeah, no, nah, mate, I fucking hate it too. <laughs> yeah, good. Because I'm not thinking it's because he just, I just think, and you know, it's annoying when it's, it's I just, you see it. You just, you just think people are laughing at us. Like when they, when they see it, they think, what is the army? A freaking jaw. When you see him doing proper cringy stuff, I'm like, oh. I can't remember yeah, if I've seen a video on TikTok. There was like um, two colour boys and they were just stood like in fucking twos. A dress on and like one of them's vaping, the other one's like smoking a cig and like talking to each other and that like in public view and obviously some some series just going oh soldiers recording uploads it and it's like some yeah. sometimes people don't even do it on purpose they're just not aware of the fucking five and twenty is just completely out the window mate. And that, that's, why, that's why I didn't like. That's why I personally didn't like crack like people like Crackdown, Gotham Berries, fucking you know Red Lizards, Crowbar Good Day. Why I don't like that because you like you just are like. You know, you're in fucking tactic when every country in uniform and you quickly fucking, you know, jump to get something that you need. And before you know it, some fucking little crowbag bastard is fucking recording you, you know? Yeah. Sometimes, though, it's, it's senior ranks. Like, I've seen a lot of seniors, like sergeants and that, doing that. I'm like, but the, I tell you one I did think was funny and he wasn't cringy. He was he was a he was a sergeant in one of the guard regiments. I can't remember which one. And he he would he would always go like a day in the life of a, a, a drill sergeant. And he's like he's going he's going uh he's going up to people going. Would you like to come and march up and down the square? And, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he's, uh, do you remember it? A black guy. Yeah, he's Grand Guard. Yeah, yeah. yeah brilliant. He, he, is, he, is, he yeah. wasn't cringy. He was quite funny, wasn't he? Yeah. And I think he was like the way he was going up to people, going, "Would you like to?" He was going around asking everyone whether they'd like to march up and down the drill square. <laughs> Grand Guard just getting like fucking facial text, just like fuck. <laughs> I've not fucking seen. Yeah. Fucking, I'm a bit out of touch with social media, to be honest. Oh no, I don't know if you're still on it. Though. I haven't seen him for a while. Oh, I'm wild then, mate. I am the fucking Matrix. <laughs> the Matrix. Oh, mate, there's a couple of more fucking topics I wanted to cover, but I have to fucking save it for next episode. You can have, you can have one topic if you've got, still got time for more of what we've been on now. I don't know. See, uh, I think we're on like 45 minutes, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're on 53, yeah. But yeah. Right. sort of... There was something that I kind of wanted to... Go on, go, on, go over it. Go, yeah, yeah. So, I, can't, I said I was going to do it last episode and kind of... It, because also this, there was fucking... So many people there that kind of went, uh, went a bit wrong. Um, a lot of people ask me like where NecoArch comes from, like the avatar that I use and everything. Yeah. Um, so basically, the kind of backstory of it is NecoArch is kind of a meme within the anime community. Um, just this like fucking chaotic little cat that does fucking mad shit. And um, I just fucking found a picture of her looking fucking snapped. I was like, all right, sounds edited it in fucking MTV. Um, and then obviously the page blew up. And the first QA I ever did, I tried to like I tried to take on the persona of like a snapped fucking snapped officer running a fucking, you know, unit fucking Instagram page. It's actually quite tiring to talk like that for a long time. So I was like, all right, so and I've got I've got a fucking avatar here. Why don't I just use that? And it ended up being the sort of way that Necroarch is as a meme sort of is a bit like the instructor that the sort of instructor that I used to be. Where like too mental to be friend of Crow, but too fucking too nice to be like that fucking beast and corporal. Okay. So you're somewhere in between. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of where it came from. And um so I guess you sound like Phil Dragon to tell everyone that. Say again, sorry? You sound like Phil Dragon talking about anime. <laughs> yeah fucking he makes us all look bad. Don't don't fucking worry about it. Um, oh, is he a PTI? Yeah, this fucking field. I think we covered it last podcast. Yeah, he's yeah. a fucking god. Yeah, he's fucking. They're, they're the ones with like the biggest egos as well. They really don't want to fucking show themselves up, and that guy's just fucking doing it for fun. 
Oh well, yeah, he must have. Peter Eyes must have been fuming at him because he remember he when he did that in your full 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 rig and he did that. You're a good soldier. You're on the front. Like, you remember that trend when everyone was like, all the nurses were doing it, and he like banged up a salute and that on oh, in his room. Oh, fucking hell, that was yeah. that was cringy. I bet the Remy were fuming at him. So uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is something I really wanted to cover. Um, it's gonna take. It's gonna fucking my tongue's gonna be too fucking big for my mouth trying to explain this, but. So obviously in depot you do fucking you do your fucking harbour areas, fucking learn how to live in the field and that that's that. But what do you think about when you get to battalion? How obviously you need to hit certain criteria for the year, like you have to do all your fucking mm. all your all your exercises and tick tick boxes. But yep. there's never been a situation where there's been like, right, fucking one platoon and three platoon, you're going out in the field, right? We'll let you know on the day where you're gonna harbour up. It's it's both your job to locate each other and destroy each other. We're not gonna tell you what to do. We're just gonna let you think for yourselves. So platoon commanders have to think on their feet. Platoon sergeants have to think on their feet. All the screws. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I I've never yeah, done it, and I think that should be. It's called it's it's called force on force, and you sort of get it. You get it a little bit on Wessex Storm. So it's not like proper force. It's like it's almost like tailored force on force, like fucking. Um... Like it's there's still an element of good guys win, bad guys lose, but like you know it's there is the scope for the fucking en- the guys playing enemy to utterly embarrass the fucking exercise and troops, and it has happened. It's happened bad. Like there's been CEOs relieved of command and shit. See, I'm right. not going to name which ones, but it's happened. This is the thing, right? It's it's all well and good at being like a proper exercise, but I mean just like in battalion, like you've six weeks of doing nothing. You could do three days in the field where you just go force on force. Right. I mean, I've seen, I've seen it. it, it like, it, I've, I've, um, we used to do it like recce v snipers, fucking, um, recce versus the fucking the company that you're doing ice stuff for. It, it, it is cool when you do it. So I was never exposed to that. It's always the same fucking thing. You'll do your match. You'll do your fucking. You'll tick all your boxes, and then by the time the fucking the new OC comes in, it's like right, lads, match again. Fucking, it's, again. Yeah. it's the same thing. It's just it's so it's it's monotonous. It's like give us something recon, new mate. to do. Recon, mate. Get yourself, yeah. get yourself up your recon. Yeah, yeah, I'll just stand back up now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm the fucking, I'm the keen memes page. Okay, come on, let's go. Oh, I'm definitely, to be honest, mate, if if I was to fucking stand back on now, it would have to be for a fucking war because at this stage of the game, I'm unemployed now for three weeks. It's it's a struggle to make money and it's it's just easier being a biff. I could, I'll just join the army. I don't even have to go through depot. Just join the army and just just go sick straight away. Just as soon as you pass training, you only go through training anymore. You just got you just have to do do your mats and then just go go sick. That's it. Go sick. I won't even do my fucking initial issue. I'll just cut about in civvies. <laughs> do I didn't have a broken brain and be incapable of not being keen. <laughs> yeah. Sign up. Then just do, wage. do another four years on the biff. Just sitting sitting in QMD <laughs> in Ginsters. Got me curious, Rick. Did you actually miss the army or not? Yeah, well, I, I did a video on this the other day. I, I, I don't miss, I don't miss the like, the like, like the bullshit. Obviously not, but I miss, I miss the banter. This is why I did, obviously did do the military humour and that. It's because I miss, I miss the banter and I miss the the dips and all that. Like, doing them for real, for real. But I don't miss fucking getting up at zero seven thirty, going on a fucking steady state run. The thing like, is, mate, I, I, I can imagine you fucking send your kids out into the garden to hand like cans of fucking lager underground, and you just go out with a metal detector just to get pissed. You know what I mean? Do, yeah, do, doing EOD yeah. drills. Yeah, that's fucking banging. That's getting the kids involved in it. Fucking... That's, that's it. My kids, hate it. my kids hate my TikTok, mate. Like, the people at school must watch me. and they, 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 Basically, they say, 
No, you're embarrassing, Dad. You're cringy. We don't like watching you. Oh, but, yeah, we don't know why you've got followers. You're boring. It's like the, it's like the <laughs> OnlyFans effect. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> no, fuck that. I don't get my, uh, I don't get my fucking ass out. What, why, why fuck Martha? You'll be a fucking good little Jew, or the kids will be proper embarrassed. They'll disown you. Oh, we need, we need to get her on this podcast, so that'd be brilliant. I to really, be fair, really like that. supposedly, um, Katie Jones would jump on as well. Who's Katie Jones? Uh, oh, Sapper Jones. Yeah, that's the one. She did like a she did like a fucking video with uh, an engineer, was it? Yes, I think it was. Hi, Katie. <laughs> All right. Yeah, let's get her on, man. Yeah, uh, came out a while we've, ago we've, actually. We've we've got we've got we've got we've got a vegan soldier. I've come across that vegan soldier. Oh, no, not but it, it wound me up a little bit. We've not got off to a good fucking start because uh, it dropped a comment on my video and he was like, they'll have to beg me, I'm a fucking big deal, blah, blah, blah. I was like, mate... You no, know, he does it on purpose. What? He does it on purpose to wind people up, mate. He's, right. he, I'll explain him because he's followed me for a while, but he, he he deliberately winds people up. So he'll go on his line and he'll pretend he's a waltz. So he'll put his berry on like with no cap badge and put a key as a cap badge. And, <laughs> a badge. and then like, and he'll put his medals on the wrong side and stuff like that and then just go on live and then people will be like, you're a waltz. And I keep getting, I keep getting constantly inboxed going, have you seen this waltz? Call him out. And I'm like, he's not a fucking waltz, but I just... <laughs> but he, he just—we'll get him on and see why he does it because he just winds people up and he'll, then he'll say he's just stop oil and then he'll say he's the <coughs> flat. He just does anything. He just loves getting a reaction off people. He, he proper winds people up. And he'll say like he goes. He's, I need to know well, though. Why? Why a vegan foot soldier though? Do you know what I mean? Why not? He's veg- a vegan. All oh, right. Well, I was going to say why not a vegetarian infantry or something. Do you know what I mean? Why? No, no. He's a he's a he's a he's a, he's a genuine uh, vegan. Halal so, cannon well, fodder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he. Honestly, some of his, some of his when he, when he waltz, mate, he, he, he probably takes the piss out of people. People get probably fuming. He'll, he'll have army cadets calling him out when that comes in his box trying to call him out. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of people you should get on, I've got a fucking good guess for you. Gary Folds. Gary Folds? Oh, the comedian? Yeah. So yeah, he follows um, me on Instagram. He follows me on Instagram. Yeah, he follows me as well, mate. It's fucking mega. He's, yeah, yeah, he follows me on TikTok as well, boys. Oh. Yeah, he's yeah. on Instagram. No, yeah, no. He, he probably followed me on there as well, but I just noticed on Instagram. Cause, but yeah, we'll get him on because he's a comedian as well, him, so he'd be yeah. a top bloke. Because he, he inspired me to start, mate, because I was um, in a fucking bad place, and it was like, he was talking about how start, he, you know, he got out of the army, got out of the army echo on that, and he was like, talking about how comedy helped him with his fucking MH and shit. And I was like, that's not a fucking bad shout. Clearly, I can't do stand-up because I'm A, not funny in real life, and B, like, it's, um, the army wouldn't exactly like it. But, you know, I, I really fuck. You know, he's a fucking great guy. I um, and I, I had no idea he was his ex army mate. He doesn't really bang on about it, but he's like, yeah, he's a good cunt. Then. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, man, we'll get him on. We'll, we'll yeah, he'll, he'll come on as well because like he's used to talking as well. You know, yeah, stand up yeah. comedian, and he so yeah, we'll 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 start putting the feelers out so we can get some decent decent people on over the following year. Yeah, yeah, Gemma. So I think we can. So wrap that, it. Should we we calling it a wrap yeah. it there? One yeah, hour, one hour, to... three minutes. I'll, I'll do spend a bit of time editing. Um, I don't yeah, know if I'll get it out tonight. I'll probably get it out tomorrow. Maybe cut that. I don't want to. I don't upset anyone about that little lad. I just thought, do you know when I said about the uh, him oh. getting grief? Maybe cut that out. Um, yeah. If there's anything, yeah, lads. If there's anything that you can remember that you regret saying, obviously. Yeah, I'll, I, I'll, I didn't I'll, know. I just thought. I thought uh, I, like I think I just thought some people might get upset because he's only a kid and people get offended by it. I, I, I'm not taking the piss out of him as a kid. I'm just saying that you know fine well when he gets in the army when he's older that he's going to come back and bite him. But ah, it's, it's fine. Only... This this is like the most offensive podcast is ever going to be. We'll be arrested in three weeks. <laughs> well, at least 
Yeah. I'm in the calm town. Be all right. Um, sound, sound, lads. Being cool. All right, Sal, thank you for listening. Uh, we've not really got an outro. We're just winging this for now. Uh, it's in a bit. Ooh. Catch. Yeah.